Hello, welcome to the Young Creative Indian Spaces Community Podcast. One conversation at a time, we are discovering, learning, and celebrating the huge diversity of Indian and South Asian arts, cultural, and creative scene through interactions with young and passionate artists that we like. So let's begin. Hi. Hi, Mansi. How are you? Hi. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm great. Welcome to the Wisest Community Podcast. It's so good to have you here in the studio. Thank you so much. I appreciate you inviting me. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> we love your work and we're just so happy for Delhi NCR artists and creatives to come over our studio and just have a chat with us, show off their work. Yeah. This is the community that we are trying to build. So, yeah, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me here. Yeah, so to begin the podcast with uh why don't you introduce yourself talk about your personal background your experiences and yeah so my name is mansi and on instagram you can find me as basic palette and um, i am a graduate of fashion design and graphic design um no just talk about uh which college do you go to uh let's ask what inspired to actually graduate in fashion design first all okay. right so i think from very early stage i was aware that uh, i wanted to do fashion uh but uh, when i was doing my fashion design i um inclined towards graphic typography and how them you know uh layouting of a magazine is done and um illustrations and abstract art and things like that uh so uh but when i realized this that i am more inclined towards graphic design it was little too late to switch mm. my subject so i did my masters in graphic design before applying to the universities i did um, had a word with my faculties in who were teaching me fashion and design even they suggested me that i should definitely definitely go for graphic design as my masters rather than doing masters in fashion design or pattern making all over again yeah that makes sense so i feel that uh, graphic designing and fashion uh, i think they merge they intersect they a lot they do uh, especially when we look up to streetwear design mm-hmm. um um which is now entering in india much strongly than you know few years back mm-hmm. uh there is mostly you know it's all graphics into that and also the fashion in mm-hmm. in the uh in the streetwear industry you really need uh, strong graphics uh some message to say to the world to the to your audience through uh, illustrations or dramatic uh, t- typography also uh you need your silhouettes to speak as well mm-hmm. so yeah in some point graphic and fashion do merge together yeah so let me ask you this uh what is your if i may ask what is your creative process like what makes your particular illustrations or your graphic designing work kind of unique to you and to the people who kind of see it 
I'll tell you like a small story. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was in my school, mm-hmm. uh, I was someone who was bullied and um, uh, body shamed. Mm-hmm. And maybe I was not the one who was great in studies or had uh, amazing marks in the exams or tests. So I was bullied. Uh, because um, I wasn't um, thin, I, w- I did not have a perfect body, mm-hmm. I was tomboyish and uh, I used to hang out only with guys mm-hmm. before I started uh, getting bullied uh, and also that I was not the sharp one in my class. So I was a student, a backbencher, uh, sitting alone mm-hmm. and had no one to speak. We uh, and also around that time I had uh, personal issues going out, in, going in my house. So I had no one to talk to in school. I had no one to talk to when I used to go back home because my family was already struggling with the personal issues. So the only thing at that time I could do is that I opened the last page of my registers. If you remember, um, the classmate register we yeah, used yeah, of to course. get. Everyone used to yeah. doodle in the back pages. Yeah. So in the last page, you used to have amazing facts or yeah, yeah, things yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. And uh, caricatures were drawn mm. like a giraffe and rats mm. and things like mm-hmm. that, if you remember. No, I remember so, that for yeah. sure. So I used to trace them yeah. on my re- last page of the register and um, that's how I started doing caricatures mm. and uh, rather than you know writing the, um, the facts which were already written I used to just write down how I feel, how lonely I am mm. and um, uh, I was very, I was really struggling to understand that um you know why i am being bullied Hmm. and it was a very um terrible experience because you know when entering your classroom in the morning and um people would take the 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 white nose um and write you know you suck and Hmm. uh, things bad stuff about you on Hmm. the desk where you sit every day um so yeah that's how i got uh into doing doodles and illustrations and that was the i think only space space where i could really express my feelings mm. and that's how i started um illustrating and i think <coughs> sorry i think i was in eighth standard mm-hmm. uh, the time i was bullied and it went around for three years mm-hmm. mm, I think after that the classes shuffled those people went to the different classes or they got different subjects but even at the till the end of the school year I was uh, um, somewhere or the other I was bullied or picked up um, so yeah so in this journey I was also body shamed mm. because um, I was some I loved dancing mm. 
mm-hmm. and uh, I was really good in sports. Mm-hmm. I used to represent, um, um, like I was in athletics as well. So, but then I remember uh, we had a um, sports day or something at school and I was wearing the costume which we had to wear for the specific dance performance we had and um, I came back to my class to grab my school dress Mm. and go and change. Uh, I remember a few people from my class, uh, they, they were saying that, you know, how, how can you dance or even imagine to uh, be on the stage with the kind, with mm. the kind of body you have. Mm. You have a double chin, you have flabs mm. and uh, you have this really idiotic round face. So I stopped um, dancing after that. I stopped uh, going to stop participating in the dance uh, functions or any of the occasion that would happen at the school. Hmm. So I think I'm mm, still suffering with Mm -hmm. that somewhere down the line and yeah, from that um, experience my art journey started actually. Mm. No, I understand. I feel uh, art is a tool for expression, right? For any sort of uh, experience a person is going through. Uh, Be it a happy emotion, be it uh, bullying that you mentioned. I think art illustration, it embodies uh, uh, the core of the emotion. So I understand. So does... uh, so uh, do you think that uh, your illust- so I feel that you are mentioning that your illustration kind of informs and kind of uh, expresses those childhood memories of the school of those incidents right does uh, does your illustration also embraces body positivity it does because I think <clears throat> when I was in uh, I started um, my university uh, which is which is Pearl, where I did my fashion design. Um, uh, you know, the people I met, they were very supportive, and um, it was a very different environment suddenly after school and after what I've been through. So for a time being, I thought that, um, you know, I was a teenager and my classmates were also teenager. We were immature and, uh, you know, these things just happens in school Mm -hmm. and I should move on Mm -hmm. and forget and forgive. But the worst part is, um, you know, we are very thankful to social media because, you know, they help us, all the artists and the community to grow and to reach out to the people where we can't maybe reach out personally. Mm-hmm. But there is a really dark side um, of social media, which we all face every day. Mm. So um, after 
you know being in denial that you know whatever experience i had in school mm. all the bullying the body shame and everything it was just you know we, we we were all kids or we were all teenagers and we did whatever we did and you know move on but the thing is no we can't move on because even now when we are adults and meeting um you know people of our age mm-hmm. we still have this problem mm-hmm. in the society mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. not it was just not school or the immature mindset we mm-hmm. had <clears throat> it's a very strong and a very dark problem which mm-hmm. we are facing and it's in our society mm. uh, the mindset we especially in india the mindset we are uh, you know we have which we get our get our um, you know the family gives us so mm-hmm. you know like especially for girls like you mm. know um you know at the age of 25 or 26 28 you have to get married mm-hmm. but you know you have to be in a certain body type mm-hmm. so that you know you don't get rejected mm-hmm. by someone just because you are curvy or you are a little bit fat those standards are not the same yeah. for men i guess yeah true and i think um, so so i got out of the you know that thought process ki that it was just a school thing mm-hmm. it's just there in our mm-hmm. society and i i see my friends Mm-hmm. uh i see few of my you know places where i've worked mm-hmm. i see my coworkers suffer the same thing mm-hmm. that you know um it's a very recent story my friend works uh she's working some like in a how do i say social media space so uh, there was this test like food testing video that had they had to be uh, they had to make so she got rejected because she was fat hmm because she was a pl- she wasn't a plus uh, like size small size she was just a large size hmm they said that you know we would really have to you know it's a client thing and we'll have to talk to them about it and we're not sure if you know we can put you up on a camera hmm no understand i feel that i feel that like uh, especially kind of thinking about even my school is i feel that uh, everyone who is different mm-hmm. gets made fun of mm-hmm. so the difference could be a person who is a, uh, who is a little healthy or is a little fatter mm-hmm. they get picked on and but why like you have to ask yourself and as a kid i feel that because i was also a fat kid mm-hmm. but i feel that i got made fun of but i also made fun of so i participated in that so mm-hmm. that kind of like people i feel uh bullying happens to one particular person who people feel is is the weakest right mm-hmm. they pick on them they don't pick on them because there is something wrong with that person they pick on them because they have insecurities right mm-hmm. and as kids in uh, kids are not developed to really understand it's the teacher's role it's the parent's role to kind of correct their children's behavior right if some kid is bullying someone it's the kids 
parents' responsibility to reprimand them that and make them understand that even if someone is different, maybe fatter, maybe have a different skin tone, maybe have a, a disability, you have to talk to them. You have to understand their perspective. Uh, making fun is part of growing up but it shouldn't be bullying but rather a healthy fun right calling each other names and i understand that and i feel that as we grow especially today i feel at least in colleges now and universities when uh, we are young adults we are actually now like in in early 20s that we start to kind of understand and embrace this mindset though there are still people who make fun of you because you're different but i feel colleges and universities sort of become safe spaces especially art art and uh, creative colleges because they foster different thinking but again in professional environment even if it's not overt bullying it is in some in those ways like you kind of just mentioned with your friend right like your your friend not being the ideal body type that people aspire to right i feel there is a component of kind of advocating that okay uh there is a merit of being healthy but it has to be done in a way where you're not really just pointing a finger to a person right again everyone is struggling with eating healthy being the better version of themselves right but some people's body type is different from somebody else's right so we have to kind of respect that communicate there in a respectful way and that's why i feel art becomes so important right because you telling someone that hey please don't make fun of me because i don't meet your body type ideals i think that 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 person will understand that but maybe through your art uh, you can communicate that in a more strong sense so i i think i just want to go quickly to some of your art feeds and so we can i could have a better sense of so i f- i see that uh, a lot of your artwork is actually uh, actually kind of celebrating uh, women's body and uh, be it motherhood be it different body shapes even uh, uh, relationships so do you want to talk about your artistic process like how do you take up an idea and then uh put it on paper or on illustrator yeah so i think is like um in the age of um influencers on the social medias the vloggers and you know even like if you were too thin you still picked up if you were too thick you still picked up it's just everywhere and somewhere or the other it is affecting like a lot of people and so my illustration is just a way to showcase that mm-hmm. you know it's just not you that you're facing this um, discrimination on body like you know you um like you're not perfect if you don't match the standards mm-hmm. which we see on instagram mm-hmm. so i think um my idea is to you know normalize mm-hmm. the body standards mm-hmm. because you know how trends change in fashion mm-hmm. it's the same like um 
um, in 90s it was more about curvy women yeah. and then in mid 2000s it was um, about really skinny mm-hmm, body type mm-hmm. and so it keeps changing and at the end of the day we all are human beings mm. we can't we're not like a elastic band or a rubber balloon like according to trends we'll keep changing our body types and with trends i feel it's all also about the male gaze in that sense that it's objectifying women's body like mm. i can see like how the trend shifts like now uh, it's about glorifying your behind right like uh, the peach figure like this just just like coming out of my, my mouth to sound so horrible but this is the truth like no, that is, is what influencers are doing mm-hmm. right uh like embracing curves but in a way that sexually uh, objectifying them so i feel that's not even body positivity but rather sexualizing curves and body so i feel like what like it's so hard to navigate the path between uh this space of actually creating awareness about different body types different skin colors different types of mindset right without being bogged down into some conversation where embracing too much of that is borderline unhealthy that people are actually uh evading something and then there is also very unhealthy to just sexually objectify your body be it the the skinny type that we are constantly bombarded in films media or even the new uh, sort of social influencers uh other kind of mention the peach size curves mm-hmm. so i feel uh, your illustrations kind of looking into it it really kind of embraces that idea and it's done very uniquely so that people are able to see it and able to then reflect upon the idea behind it right so is there any artist or creative outlook that have kind of sp- inspires you in your journey um i think vibor mm-hmm. um is someone who inspires me oh, yeah. um though in a way his subject is a bit different but um there is a line where we match i think i'll contextualize for yeah. people so uh, vibor uh, he does art that is more amalgamation of eroticism, eroticism right yeah right so but um, i think through his uh, poetry which he writes mm-hmm. himself he um does talk about um the beauty of the body the way it is and mm. the nature of it because at the end of the day um you know we're not made in factories we are just the way we are yeah. and um it's high time we you know we are in 2020 and we should start mm. you know we should start learning how to accept a human being as a human being mm. rather mm. you know judging them or not even judging i think uh, in the like in today's time it's more of comparing everyone with someone or the other Mm. we like you know um your body type should be like that influencer or that actress or someone or the other mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
I think it's high time to stop comparing or judging and start accepting as as it is. Hmm. I feel exactly. I feel acceptance is the first key. Then, after you accept your body, and I would even include your mind too, like the way you think, uh, your unique personality. Then you can see, because again, uh, body is such a weird thing that you need to exercise. but you also need to rest yeah. someone will lose weight really easily someone will have to struggle a lot to lose weight someone will eat less will gain a lot of weight someone will can eat so much gain so less weight so we have to understand that bodies work differently uh, people are built differently so yeah that acceptance is needed that no one could be that actress that we just saw that's that shouldn't be a body standard but okay someone is aspiring to that look that's fine that's but it shouldn't discard different people with different experiences right so i definitely agree with i feel because of the social media it's less everyone is constantly bombarded with images right so subconsciously we start comparing ourselves first yeah so that becomes such a big barrier uh it becomes a key for a lot of mental health issues that we are seeing with a lot of younger people uh you kind of mentioned that you're still coping up with uh, with the instances of bullying that you faced in school uh do you think that it's a constant process or have you made a uh, headway through your art or through your personal journey where you are at a better place now the thing is um i'm still learning to mm-hmm. love myself I have a very hate and love relationship mm-hmm. with my body. I I don't know where I stand mm-hmm. even now, but I think by um sharing, illustrating more experiences mm-hmm. that I see or listen or discuss with uh, my friends or someone I know or you know someone else's story or I see um some reels on instagram and um get inspired by that mm-hmm. and illustrate and it's also you know it's just not an piece of illustration for me um it is a process of um you know where i teach myself that i need to stand up for myself uh, first and you know i should start accepting myself first and start loving my body mm-hmm. first and then you know expect uh, the world to accept me as i am yeah that makes sense exactly so again it's accepting yourself first then you can expect other people to uh such seeing and accepting you and to be honest i feel uh however good you are people will judge you no matter what like however thin or however beautiful that you feel that you have become people there will be someone who will judge you the wrong way so i feel uh, it's 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 really better and it's really healthy to kind of just understand that you have to be peaceful uh, as you mentioned everyone i feel is a sort of in love hate relationship with themselves i feel that especially women have more uh, have that constant uh, 
relationship with them and their bodies because we the society i feel have more standards from women rather than men if uh if if a person if 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 a man becomes fat uh we don't really like overly judge him like people will make fun of fat people regardless but mm. still people will try to justify they are being fat that oh maybe he's working too much he doesn't get time mm. to exercise mm. and we see that uh you mentioned right when you're 25 26 your parents ask you to now it's time to get married mm. but you have to be really slim but if you are searching for a groom even if the groom is not in the best of shape but the groom has a job okay and he's from a good family oh that's that doesn't matter like if that groom is not fat but if if a girl is let's say a little on a healthier side that's what uh, that's the language of parents oh this person is on the healthier side uh, despite their all their good qualities we just negate them so i understand we are coming from that especially in the indian uh indian mindset of that true yeah so uh i want to ask you now like uh now uh, shifting our conversation to like i always ask artists that being uh, an artist so how do you, how do you think that the I, as you were mentioning right that you had done your education in england mm-hmm. so we were talking that uh india is now catching up to a lot of art related and creative related trends right uh, artists are now experimenting more so over the years how do you think indian art scene is kind of progressing what are your thoughts on about that um i think again social media is a biggest help at the moment mm-hmm. and um, i think um um there are a lot of art exhibitions or uh, get togethers or pop ups for mm-hmm. upcoming artists small businesses small businesses uh, have come into highlight because of pandemic mm-hmm. and somehow we should be thankful <laughs> to pandemic about that mm-hmm. so yeah we have these pop ups um art exhibitions and social medias and you know that is supporting and you know bringing artists up front i think um uh, it took a, a a lot of time uh, to accept design art and the culture we artists or designer follow you know it, mm-hmm. it took a while to accept us like our community in india but it's there and it's um you know people are act more acceptable you know uh the more supportive and getting aware by the day so i think um we have a very long way to go but it's a start no exactly i feel a lot of uh new art pop up events and because of social media especially instagram people yeah. are able to uh share their work more freely it will do like exa- for example like through instagram we are able to find your work you are again able to find other similar minded artists and their work and through that we can share their work we can reach out to them we can uh communicate that this is how your artwork feels to us and 
uh, I think that's that's playing a big part in actually building the creative scene, especially in India, yeah. where people are now seeing that okay, arts and creative profession could be something more than just uh, being uh, these things that just just are very niche, right? Like earlier, art was only accessible in art galleries. Yeah, and that's just available to few people right like yeah. just who are rich who, are, who can actually are in the circle but now it's it's basically if you're a person who has a creative inkling you can just pick up your pen you can draw something you can use all, so many of these free softwares online to actually uh, do uh, have trial and errors and see that you can also produce art because i i genuinely feel that everyone uh everyone is an artist beneath them but they just suppress it so much and everyone loves to uh be part of some sort of artist or creative endeavor like anyone uh even who are in their technical professions uh on weekends or whenever they get time they love listening to music maybe uh, taking classes to be to kind of fulfill their this inkling of being a musician or being an actor or being a painter right yeah. but only few have the courage to actually take this up full time and actually see okay i'm an artist and this is the only thing that i want to do mm-hmm. so i feel social media is kind of helping in that too True. so what do you think like uh is there is a inner calling from you that kind of helps you when you make art what is it? it do you have a specific process to that or is it more intuitive or do you or do you plan on what you want to create beforehand um before answering sure, this, sure. um the thing uh, um so i just want to say that um you know you said uh only there, there is a small circle of people who could buy art yeah um bef- like earlier but now the borders of that has broadened mm-hmm. um you know you don't have to have like uh, big money with you to so that you can afford art artwork or art piece for your home i think um i think uh, in india classical music or classical art like for example mf hussain right mm-hmm. um we when we think about an artist um we still kind of think that you know they'll be um they'll be having like huge canvases mm-hmm. and a small studio mm. where they'll be uh, they'll be having these huge brush sh- brush sets and paints and things like that and you it, it so i think um in india uh, there is this mindset we have for artists that mm. it's just that you know mm. big canvas brushes and paints mm. but um it's not just that mm. as you said we have uh, so many softwares that we can learn online and now uh digital artwork is getting big here mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um 
you know so yeah the boundaries have opened mm. and that uh, tiny bit judgment we had like you know for artists has changed mm. uh, we have accepted that it's more it could it can be contemporary as well just not like um, classic art style which we have in our minds hmm yeah exactly yeah. it 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 doesn't have to be just painting of mountain scenery and it was so funny that i was talking about that like in india every household at least in the north have that rajasthani style painting painting yeah uh, so it's like art becomes sometimes just uh used to fill up empty walls, walls yeah. uh, but i think now because of digital illustration as you mentioned right people can express True. art in a very authentic manner yeah. that it could be a mixture of uh it could be a scenery too but mm. it could be a scenery done in a very interesting fashion True. that can make people see oh wow this is something uh that's kind of unique mm. and now if i open instagram i feel that uh it's I, i'm just like very happy to see like of so many indian and they see south asian artists all over the world experimenting and we are seeing this resurgence that's why like with the young creative indian space i feel that it's the right time to actually uh start uh, building a community that's more digital centric where people can start communicating with each other about okay we are artists so this is our voice and earlier if you were an artist there were no avenues to actually communicate that exactly. right Yeah. So it's just like oh you have a canvas you paint on it yeah. who can see it like literally who can see it just few people who can maybe visiting that gallery, gallery. right exactly. now uh let's say if you paint something and then you have a digital iteration of it you can share that on social media yes. and we can share your work and people can actually see it interact with it so that's a great thing that has happened yeah. uh now my question is w- what do you think uh, how as an artist how do you feel drawing something on a piece of paper to that of drawing something on your ipad so i think um i got my ipad mm-hmm. in 2018 mm-hmm. 18 19 mm-hmm. so it's been a while that i've been just on um, my ipad mm-hmm. me and my pencil but um now i've started missing um the feel of the paper mm-hmm. and the pen the brushes or the crayons or mm-hmm. what may have the source mm-hmm. you like right you do miss the traditional surface you know it's a connection the feeling mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. it's an experience when you were drawing on a paper and when you're drawing on a digital space it's it's a very mm. different experience altogether yep so i think uh, uh i've i've started my new sketchbooks and i've been um just want to try like you know have a free hand mm-hmm. and uh, um the usual illustrations i have um talking about women body women uh, body positivity or even um my other subject which i talk about is um normalizing talking about female masturbation or about uh sex 
um because it's a big stigma in india people are not open about it mm. and people would not like to talk about it and um it is something which is very hidden under the mat and um it's just um like uh it's a convey it's a conversation uh, which normally people would not like to have yeah so that is also another subject which i illustrate on base uh, mainly when i was doing my masters for graphic design in uk so um uh we had a workshop about you know uh, basically our year was ending so we had to uh write an essay or something uh telling our experience or you know telling something which we have noticed that is uh differentiating your mm-hmm. experience in india and in uk so um i i am someone uh who's never been shy to talk about masturbation or about sex or pleasure and um and i remember when i was in uk i was very mm. comfortable to talk about it discuss about it and um you know um just like a normal conversation we would have uh then that struck me that um yeah in india it's a conversation which uh, people would not like to have a subject which uh, they would not want to talk about or would not want to see it out there like on their face they would not want it so uh, for my master um the last dissertation project which i had i wrote a book uh, on female pleasure mm-hmm. um how in india we are lacking behind on sex education mm. we i don't think so we get any kind of sex education in this in mm. schools mm-hmm. in india mm. I, because i don't remember attending anyone mm-hmm. so um so that was my subject on which i wrote uh, my dissertation in in the uk and uh, so from there uh, this subject became a very strong um, part of my illustration journey as well because you know um it's a feeling you know um getting intimate with uh you know the intimacy you have with yourself and uh the intimacy maybe you have with your partner or anything it's it's a feeling and i don't know why people wants to hide it and would not want to discuss it's it's a very i don't know like if you have a headache it's very easy to talk about it mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, and um but um you something which can give you pleasure something which mm-hmm, can mm-hmm. make you happy mm. you can't talk about it why Mm. I think exactly. No, I think it's very taboo and yeah. I feel in the past uh so I have an observation observation is that uh after like because a lot of uh the media and the films that we are consuming now have shifted from uh TVs 
and going to cinemas to streaming services we have dramatically seen the rise of content that now actually displays intimacy yeah. sexual desires of yeah. both men and women equally yeah. uh these subjects to that like a lot of housewives are just seen uh are just expected to see sex as a tool to for procreation to get like kids in the world yeah. rather than something that you share with your partner that actually builds trust builds relationship right yes. uh it's been portrayed that sex is uh, it's against a culture but i often see that india like we actually like we had kama sutra as exactly. one of the book like in those times yeah. uh, a lot of a temple carving shows a lot of uh, poses erotic poses right but exactly. again there is a distinction between discussing sex and pornography yeah there is a difference for sure mm-hmm. pornography is i feel is unhealthy mm-hmm. because it again creates weird standards yeah. for human bodies yeah. and human mindset yes but talking about sex like sex education is so important for young people right yes. especially for young boys to understand that and because of this depression we especially in delhi and see yeah, that's why we have so many cases and so many instances yes. of sexual crimes right yeah. so we have to ask ourselves that we are suppressing it and it is coming out in some way or the other right yes. it's not that you're able like you're able to evaporate that's a human need that's a mm-hmm. very basic human need exactly it's better to make it not uh, to have it normalized, normalized have a healthy relationship with it so that uh that like people can understand their desires better and they don't have to they interact with opposite sex or uh even own or even understand their own sexual orientation yes. from early age and society can actually understand okay this is how we deal with sex and desire and uh even in the western countries like in the uk you were mentioning yeah. uh they has had those debates uh around 50s and 60s where they actually had those censorship those ideas but i feel as the year progress they now they are at a point where gender sex uh is more open people yeah. are more open but because i as you can see india we 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 became independent in 1947 then yes. because we had to deal with abject poverty illiteracy so many issues right issues. now uh in the last decade last few decades we are able to uh see a a growing middle class mm-hmm. who is well educated mm-hmm. now me and you can have this conversation more freely but our parents generation mm-hmm. weren't really free enough or weren't uh didn't really think that this is something that is necessary at the moment because the country is more about just get a job get a family and be in a survival mode yeah. right yeah. so i feel we are heading into a right direction but there is a long journey yeah. for sure without mm-hmm. a doubt so yeah yeah i think um uh as you said like sex education is very important you know and uh, we we really need to be more aware of our bodies and i think uh, women have 
just been like an instrument uh, for a very long time and mm-hmm. we forget that um, you know um, women pleasure is also something and mm-hmm. it's um, every women should be aware about it and open and comfortable enough Hmm. Uh, to discuss any if hmm. they face any problems hmm. like um I, a lot of um <laughs> um like i know like a lot of uh, friends of mine would um uh, would not like to talk about it mm-hmm. and um um they might have not even tried masturbating because they think that um it's not a thing but mm-hmm. it's a thing and it's your um you know it's your body part and it's it's your desires and you should just not you know we are just not uh out there to give pleasure to someone else mm-hmm. um we have our own inti- intimacy as well and we should appreciate appreciate it rather than suppressing it no oh, i agree with it yeah. yeah so i think it's like male masturbation is so common, so common. like boys yeah. talk about it so easily, so easily yeah. and no one has an issue with it yeah. but i understand like female masturbation is a is very uh very tough topic even for women to discuss amongst themselves uh yes. it's somehow uh they feel that it's a wrong thing to do yeah. even when they're alone i don't mm-hmm. know i think this is uh, a conditioning for from so long right yeah. so that but it's it's maybe because there's this angle of women and purity in indian culture yes. again i feel that that's a different kind of philosophy in that sense mm-hmm. but it it's it, like how it's not that you will become impure by that like mm-hmm. if if that's impurity then that's the same for men too right it's not exactly. that just it's a one way street yeah so yeah so um sex education is something uh, which is very important subject to talk about in india right now because i think uh, people will be more acceptable so um, i'll tell you experience so um i go to these exhibitions um art exhibitions and you know my artworks uh do consist of um wallpapers mm-hmm. and uh, some sex positions mm-hmm. and things like that so uh, um people do come up to me girls boys both and they they really love my art and they appreciate it and i love how excited and enthusiasm they have for you know my artwork mm-hmm. and like we have a long conversation but the lot last parts of the conversations are i love your artwork i appreciate it but i can't buy it own it right now because um we cannot put it up anywhere mm. in my home mm. so so yeah um i mean i get it and it's okay. like i don't i don't feel bad that they they they're not buying my art or you know i don't feel that they're not supporting mm-hmm. me they are but i also understand that um you know um uh, 
there is so much stigma and um, we are lacking behind uh, in terms of uh, again acceptance like you know this is very normal mm-hmm. we are here because of the subject which we don't talk about mm. the subject which is censored so bad that you know we almost act as if it's just not there but it is there you know mm-hmm. we all have our desires and things um our intimacy feelings and things like that but um yeah so i think um it's really hard for me to um break this barrier mm-hmm. because um like if 10 uh, people are coming on my store for example only two would be comfortable to buy my artwork mm-hmm. right yeah um uh, maybe five are accepting my artwork but you know for some reason they can't buy but the other half may not be just comfortable even looking at my artwork because it's just out there to like like for a lot of people it's too loud they don't understand like what i am what you know how you know the sex position is just out there and you know it's fun to feel and you know <laughs> they are just not able to mm. judge like how yeah, yeah, yeah. how to react on that and i think yeah we have a very long journey and i hope i play some tiny bit troll into that you know um i hope that you know my illustrations uh help goes boys men women to accept and you know to say yeah man it's okay it's mm. it's 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 a human nature and yeah. it's just part of it and um you know um, normalizing normalizing the subject definitely yeah, yeah. Well, i think it's a wonderful note to kind of wrap up our conversation and yeah i agree with it like uh, it's a long way to go but i feel artists like you who are pushing the boundary and actually bringing eroticism exploring sex male female body in in relationship is very important it is these visuals done in a artistic manner in a creative manner they speaks to us they speak to us on a very deeper level where after a while we start to appreciate it and see that okay this is what openness to our body to sex to intimacy is about it's actually will lead us to a more a freer and a more a better version of ourselves right so that makes sense so before we wrap our conversation up i just want to ask you that uh what is your hope for the future for the indian art scene and even for yourself as an artist um i mean um Mm, it it's a industry which is go- growing um it's an industry which is slowly and gradually getting the accept- acceptance from the culture mm-hmm. from um from india and um i think it's getting stronger mm-hmm. um the community is still i think i feel is small we mm-hmm. need we need more platforms to connect like where we can 
um, come together, connect with uh, these other beautiful artists and, mm. you know, more collaboration so that, you know, uh, we can reach out to the places we can't even imagine. So mm -hmm. I think um, we are on the right path, mm. where it's a, it's a, it's a journey yeah. that we all uh, will walk along together. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I think it's a wonderful note to end the podcast. Thank you so much, Mansi, for Thank doing you so this. Much for I had a wonderful me. conversation with you.